Hey guys, welcome back to our midweek Wadi College podcast. My name is Caroline Head. I'm a communications intern here at Watkinsville First Baptist Church. And today we've got a full group on the podcast. We've got uh, our college pastor, Vic Doss here, our missions pastor, Robbie Wuffel, uh communications pastor, Joel Shimpo, and college intern, Mac Willingham. And today we're going to be answering a few questions that you guys had from the sermon on Sunday over James 2 verses 1 through 13. This is Mac, and this is the question that I sent in on Sunday. Where does racism play into the sin of partiality? Is our natural desire to sin in this way the root cause of people favoring one race or people of one race who can benefit them over another? So one aspect of partiality that we didn't address, and we probably need to go ahead and ask for forgiveness for that because it is very prevalent in our culture as uh, a topic of conversation. This is a big deal. It's a big deal to us is this topic of racism and partiality surely does show up in uh, racism because what partiality is again, let's, let's just kind of define that again. Partiality is favoritism. It's saying I prefer one group of people over another. And so usually that does divide across lines such as socioeconomic, which James shows us with his example of a poor man and a rich man. And then it will uh, show up in lines of race, too. And so it's very easy for us to prefer our own group, our own uh, color of skin people. And that's proven through history. So this is a very big deal. And so I think it absolutely applies what James is saying here about partiality to not only a socioeconomic divide, but also to a race divide. So we have to be careful that we don't show favoritism toward our own race. Again, the gospel applies to this situation as it does to the situation that James describes. So when it comes to racism, the gospel applies. It says that we are all people created in the image of God, and these people are all broken by sin. And Jesus has looked at us, regardless of of what we look like, and where we come from, and has has chosen to save us out of our sin and bring us into relationship with himself. Even though there's times when we look at people and say they're not like us and they're not as good as us, Jesus doesn't do it that way because that's not in line with the gospel message. I think it's important to, to remember James is not asking us to do something that we don't want other people to do toward us. For example, when he gives the uh, be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger uh, admonition in there, that's how we want everybody to treat us. When we're in conversations or interacting with other people, we want them to be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to become angry. But all of a sudden, when it gets flipped back on us, we want to start pushing back and going, well, does that mean everybody? When we get to chapter two and James is saying, don't be partial, we start looking for an out. And I think Joel's exactly right with the racism thing. And it's hard uh, for me, in fact, all of us in this room, uh, to understand what it's like for people of color to live in the culture we live in. I do know that racism's real. It's real inside the church. And we've come a long way, but we've got a long way to go. And I think anytime there's favoritism shown for any reason, racism, socioeconomic, it's sin, and it needs to be repented of. And the the behavior's got to match 
the gospel. And, and that was, that's the whole point, really, of James' uh, letter, it feels like to me, is he's trying to say, you claim to have faith. There ought to be some works, some deeds that match it. And if you're not loving your neighbor, which James really hammered on in the first part of chapter 2, if you're not loving your neighbor, then I'm not sure your faith is genuine. As a missions pastor, Robbie, what the whole idea of racism, you're crossing cultural barriers, race barriers. You would have to agree with that. You can't fulfill the Great Commission if you're not moving across barriers of race and language. And I agree with that. And, and I was, as you guys were talking, as we were talking about this topic of racism, I was just reminded of, of where I came from. I grew up in a high school, 99% white, and then went to college um, and playing sports. I was all of a sudden in the minority. And so I was just like, my eyes were open to a lot of racist attitudes that I had. And uh, through that, God just opened my eyes. And so that kind of began this track as he was leading me towards missions and cross-cultural. He prepared me for that. So I would say to a student, begin to ask God how you can step into that, how you can be put in a place where you're out of your comfort zone. I think that's something that we can do. I think that will probably reveal that you have some fear there that you have to trust the Lord with. But that's what happened with me. I was kind of thrusted into this environment uh, where I was now in the minority. And man, it was not pretty, but God used it and helped me to take steps forward and seeing just some cool stuff happen and, and correcting my heart and Him showing me my heart so that I could uh, not show the partiality as much. I mean, we all have these tendencies. It's We don't walk in it perfectly, but we have to put ourselves in positions where we're a little bit uncomfortable. And discomfort, that's the problem. We don't want discomfort. And James, I, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, there's a discomfort level with James that I think is healthy for us to feel some of that pressure of man maybe there is some sin in this area of my life that I need to deal with and James doesn't pull any punches so if you go back to James chapter 2 where we were teaching again the basis for everything we're saying in, in our answers here just let me make this point that when James says don't show partiality or or in other words, don't show favoritism. It's really important for you to see that he's not just saying like, hey, this is kind of a, a, a thing that's kind of important, just, you know, kind of a thing that really needs to be addressed. No, he's saying that this is a really, really big deal. He gets to the point where he says, listen, uh, this is a sin. And if you break the law at one point, then you've broken the law at all points because your sin is not just a small action that has some small repercussions. Your sin is something against an infinite being, a holy God. And so James is pointing us to the fact that this is not just a small thing that you may kind of try to sweep under the rug. Like, yeah, you know, I kind of have maybe this little racist attitude over here or this little showing of partiality over here. But he's saying, no, this is a sin against a holy God. What he says is it breaks the royal law. And we referenced this Sunday that it's the second greatest commandment where Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, when Jesus is asked the question, what's the greatest commandment? He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. On these two things, all the law and the prophets hang. And so what James is saying is, if you're showing favoritism, you're breaking what Jesus says is the second greatest commandment. So that means you're guilty. You can't keep any of the other. You're done. And so it is a huge deal for us to work hard at not showing favoritism and partiality. And again, it's we're going to fail 
at it, but we need to be open to being corrected and grow in it and, and hopefully show less favoritism and partiality as we mature as Christians. That's the goal of James. You know, he opens by saying uh, he wants them to be perfect and complete. It's this idea of you're moving toward maturity. And it's an, it's this idea that comes up again and again in James, that as you grow as a Christian, you're not going to be sinless. You're just going to sin less. I think also a great reminder is uh, this is something that is not new to the book of James in this time. This has been God's heart from the beginning. Uh, he had a he has a heart for all peoples and nations. He didn't show favoritism towards Israel and his people and Abraham. In fact, he told Abraham, like, I'm going to be a blessing to you so that you can be a blessing to all people. So it's a good reminder that this is God's heart. And that's what the gospel should do in us, that Jesus came for all people, no matter what race. We as believers have received that grace, that he didn't show that partiality. And so um, we have to be walk in obedience towards this, to not to not show it and ask him for help in it. So that's a good reminder. It's been God's heart. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. We will see you back here next week.